0: Have you been overwhelmed when you're scrolling on Instagram, seeing everyone putting all of their what's in for 2024? And what am I leaving behind from 2023? I get it. There's so much pressure to have your whole entire 2024 figured out the first week of January. And that's just not super realistic for everybody. And what about Just setting goals that are realistic for you, that feel aligned with you, and goals that are actually gonna stick. How much prouder are you gonna be of yourself if you do that this year? This is an episode you're gonna wanna listen from start to finish. It's packed with all the goodness. Let's do this.
1: You're listening to the Girl, Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast, where we invite you to check your ego at the app, grab a cup of coffee, and get ready to dive into all things real estate marketing, social media, friendship, hardship, love, money mindset, and all the things that celebrate you as a badass boss babe.
0: We're here to encourage you, show up for you, give you a loving kick in the pants when you need it most, and be your soft place to land on the hardest of days. So pull up a seat at our table and get ready to be inspired and start living your best life by design.
1: Welcome to the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast.
0: We are so excited you're here. Okay, girls, let's dive in.
1: Okay, friend, it's 2024. Can you believe it?
0: No, you not. <laughs> this is...
1: This time of year always kind of feels like a blur and then the new year comes and then in our house we have a birthday and it's just like, holy crap, we're already in January. How did this happen?
0: Yeah. When I'm looking at the, I, I was writing the third down this morning, like when I got up early and I was here in my desk early and then I'm like, Oh no, it's the fourth already. The fourth yeah. of January and oh. last year, like legit flu. And everyone that I talked to has said that and all different ages, it's not like once you hit like your forties or fifties years, go fast. Like everybody said last year, just freaking flew, And okay. I don't know what makes things go so much faster in life, but it didn't, it felt like I blinked, and all of a sudden we're in twenty twenty four.
1: Do you think maybe when you're in, in alignment more,
0: I don't know, like
1: your days flow
0: a little bit better? Maybe, maybe. I feel I feel like it was a m- emotionally, for the most part, a pretty good year last year, mm-hmm. outside of a couple of big catastrophic life events in our family. But uh, you know. I don't know. It, it just feels really weird. And then it feels like we should have like Jetsons, you know, like spaceships flying around. <laughs> not that Teslas are that far off, but it feels like things should be a little bit more sci-fi than what they are based on like when in the 70s when I was growing up. I'm like, oh, by the time we get to the 2000s, things are going to be like really crazy. But they're not. They still feel really kind of old school sometimes. Yep.
1: Yeah, kind of, I agree. It's weird. It's I'm weird. wondering why we're not flying around in cars, too. So
0: I'm with yeah, you. It would make things so much easier or like truly a self-driven car that was safe. So I could just sit and work between oh. appointments. Oh my God. That would be amazing. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs>
1: uh, so this episode is coming in hot. Beth and I, when we did our last batch recording day, we were not ready to chat goals and intentions no. because you can't force them. You've got to be ready. No, it. we were
0: not even like sort of ready. We were it like, was like, nope, nope.
1: Nope. So this episode, like she just said, we're recording January 4th. So it's coming in hot and it's fresh and we're we're ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's chat a little bit about goal and intention setting and especially, you know, really focusing on how to get your goals to stick throughout the year. Goals are really easy to set um, if you just get a piece of paper and start writing But if you truly set goals that make sense for you and you want them to stick, how do you do that without falling off the bandwagon right away or even three, six months in? How does that work?
0: Yeah. Well, and this is always one of our most downloaded episodes every year. And for good reason. I think... A lot of people struggle with setting goals, and I think people think that there's a right or wrong way to do it. And this is so personalized. It's different for everybody. So, like what works for Christy and I, like, may work for you, may not work for you. But like, that's where you get to decide this. This is like not a one size fits all type thing in life.
1: No, this is your inspiration to to do so, or maybe you have already set goals or intentions for the year and you already like these just this is not fitting this is this is not what i'm doing this year so we're going to do like a little recap on how we do it and how to help them stick
0: yep let's do it okay
1: um
0: well christy let's talk about your goal should we start with that um
1: sure so if you've listened to our goal and intention setting episodes we have is this our third one now beth this so third, third um, yes, ish. Yes. Yes, we're gonna so. go ish. We've been doing this for a minute here. Uh so if you've listened to them before, I chat quite a bit about how I set more intentions than goals. Last year I did sort of a combination of both, but really it's setting the intentions for me is is the really big thing. And the last, I'd say, year and a half, two years, I've really focused on setting. Like how I felt, like how I feel is how I base most of my decisions. And so this is really different for me being a sacral authority. Um, if we go back to human design, which if you're like, what is that? If you're new to the podcast, go back and search into our shows and find our episode on human design. We mention it quite a bit on the podcast, but I really go into like with sacred. it's like usually yes or no, or I just don't know. But for my goals and intentions through the year, I'm always asking myself, like, how do I feel? How do I, how did this particular thing make me feel? I check in like, what do I want my life to look like? What work filled me up the most? What was I most proud of? What served my like me well? When did I show up as my best self? When did I serve my family well? How can I do more of that? How did I show up as a friend? How could as a good friend? How can I do more of that? So really just like figuring out how I felt in these different situations and then setting from there is sort of my my foundation for goal and intention setting for the year.
0: I love how you do it. It's very calculated and it's, it's, but it's, (laughs) it works so well for you. And it's so, um, it feels with just so aligned with how you operate your life.
1: The more I push into that too, the more I go into that lean in, the easier and better it gets. So At first, I think when I started setting goals or intentions that way, it felt very like, oh, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. Here we go. And to get my crystals and my wooness, and I'm going to go for it. And really, the more I lean into it, the better life gets. And that's just like, I can't, I can't argue it. I can't, you know, it just is the reality. So something really to to think about when you go into goal setting or intention setting for the year and to, to keep that motivation to not fall off or to make sure that they feel really good for you is making sure that you're not setting goals or intentions for anyone else. Mm-hmm. And if you've been on social media lately, Beth, I, I actually have not been on social media really much at all. Oh, We're it's all, it's like, been a lot already in 2024. It's been a really- lot just from past years. So I'm just going to go out of limb here. Uh, every influencer, most influencers are talking about goal setting, intention setting, and how beautifully they're doing that or how not beautifully they're doing. Well,
0: well if you haven't been on social, you probably don't know this new twist is happening for 2024. Oh. Would you like me to enlighten you? Well, please tell me, please. It is uh, what is in for 2024 for your personal goals. And then like, what are you leaving behind? Which, oh. I'm actually liking this a little bit more. Um, but like I do have a a hard time being like, oh, that should be one of my goals too. It's hard not to do that and to like actually like no, that's their goals. That's not your goals, Beth. Like, you know, you don't have to have the same goals. It's hard to separate yourself from that.
1: So what I love about that though, even though this is a trend that I'm super excited um to to jump back in and and learn about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You'll see that
1: here we go. Um what I love about that is actually that you're you're able to to say what didn't work, which I think mm-hmm. is such a huge part of goal and intention setting is what didn't serve me and like going from that and then figuring out, okay, that didn't serve me. Why didn't it serve me? And how can I make changes from this to move forward? So it's not just about all the good, big, like, I want to make right. a million dollars, like all this stuff. It's like, what didn't work and what kind of shifted me out of alignment so then you can make changes from there, so I do love that about that trend. Mm-hmm. It's,
0: it's, cool. it's actually really fun, and it's fun to see stuff. It's stuff that you might not necessarily. Um, it's more like intention things versus goal. I just have been so programmed in life to like it's goals, 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 that's and like I'm coming around to the idea of intentions. Not co- No, I'm really, uh, I'm really on board with the idea of, of them now. But it's taken me probably a good. Five years or more, you know, to get know. around to that idea.
1: Hanging, out so hanging, hanging, hanging around with me, Beth.
0: I know Is you're rubbing heavy? off.
1: I'm rubbing off. So back to the influence. So you can get inspiration, right, from people. We get inspiration everywhere. So you see, oh, I love that goal. Cool. Like, but make sure it makes sense for you. Like just because someone said it and it looked beautiful because they're curating a reel, right? Um <laughs> Great, it works for real, but does it work for your life? So the question really to ask yourself is, like, does it make sense for you? And then the next thing is, are you setting this from a place of alignment? And that word is so overused, but it's it's still very relevant to this conversation. And alignment is key. Being grounded is key. And if you're like, I don't think I'm aligned or what the heck is that? Maybe your goal is to get an alignment. Like that is the goal then. Like it's not to actually set the goal or to set the intention, or I guess it would be the intention. Like your goal intention is to get in alignment. And then where do you go from there? So again, that's just a different way to approach it. Mm -hmm. Um, and less just writing down three goals for the year and then never looking at them again, or feeling guilty in three months when you don't touch them. Um, something to check out episode 93. I do an interview with Katrina Widener, which if you're looking into human design, or you just want your business to get into alignment, it's actually setting goals in alignment, that episode, episode 93. So you can check that out if you want to dive a little bit deeper into that conversation too.
0: We love Katrina around here.
1: We do. She's, she's good people. She's good people. So another thing to, that I ask myself when I'm setting my intentions and goals is what do I want my year to look like? And how do I want my year to feel? So those would be two big things. And I really, I so strongly believe that once you set your intentions and you operate from a place of being grounded. So last year, my word of the year was grounded. That was my word. and
0: You had that for the last I, two years, by the, the way. the
1: last two years. Thank you for reminding me <laughs> that. <but not> my,
0: <laughs> the first <laughs> year, it didn't quite stick.
1: Not, not at all. And last year, you know, a few months in, I was like, I feel pretty grounded. I ended the year a little rocky this year, but due to a couple of random things that occurred. But overall, I felt so grounded last year. It was and,
0: very noticeable, too.
1: God, it's so much better so (laughs) it was just it was so much better like my head felt better my body felt better just my it felt more peaceful like it felt really good so set that was my word for the year and I if you are stuck with a word not to tell you what to do like that's a good one to explore if that feels good to you but really like asking myself like what do I want it to feel like and so Mm -hmm. this year my words for the year are peace and ease and I sat with these words, which is why we were not ready to record back on our batch day. <laughs> uh, I sat with, I knew ease was going to be a word, but something felt like it was missing. It felt, ease felt too easy. Hello, overproductive, Christy. Right. Um, feel free to check out.
0: Productivity, them. we have a show on that one too. Yeah,
1: we do have a show on that one. It's one of our <laughs> most downloaded shows of the year. Uh, so if you scroll back, you'll find that. I don't have the number here, but so it didn't feel complete. Let's go with that. Instead of productive Mm -hmm. and feel complete, and so I sat with, I sat with calm and then peace and trying to go back and forth, and I stuck on peace because it feels really good. So my words for this year are peace and ease, and I am pretty. I I love love that they're
0: real and they're really. I love the word peace. Uh. I don't know, like it feels to me like it encompasses so many things that just like make my heart feel good.
1: Yes, yes, it feels bigger. It felt bigger than calm. It felt bigger and surrounding. So I am going with that.
0: Yeah. I love it. Well, so like, have you done your inner check-in? Like you're, I know you're really good about doing that. Have you gotten that far in the program yet?
1: No, and I'm so thankful that you just asked this question because it is on my to-do list. Good. So for us, uh, we we do holidays and then Kaya had her fifth birthday yesterday. So we were celebrating. So crazy, that.
0: we have a five-year-old.
1: I know, we have a five-year-old, it's bananas. So I, this year, this is something I usually kind of do and. November ish. It just wasn't feel I wasn't feeling it. I didn't force it. And so I'm doing this more like mid to end of January. So it's actually on my like to do list as in when this feels right kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over the next couple weeks, I'll do this inner check in and see like where my like where I need a big hug in life. That's kind of where I start. Um, And yeah, that that's, that's huge for me. And it gives me a place of feeling like grounded and also like looking back on the year and asking myself all of these questions. And I'm I'm really looking forward to it, but it has not happened yet.
0: I love that though. Mm -hmm. I love that you're not putting the extra pressure on yourself that you have to have it done by a certain day. Cause then I think that's just like, it literally just throws the whole goal and intention setting right in the toilet.
1: It does. And Beth, we chat quite a bit about this, how January 1, just numbers in general, there's not like magic numbers, right? Like January 1 is not this magic number. And granted, it does start a new calendar year and it is important. And we are in a different, like 2024 is here. But if this, This doesn't feel good to you. Like a couple days ago, January 1st didn't feel good for you or the end of December when you tried to goal set or, you know, even in a week, there's no rules. Like you don't have to do this because it is January 1 or it's January. Mm -hmm. You can wait. Now, you don't need to procrastinate into, you know, six months from now probably maybe waiting a little too long for your year, but Hey, if that works for you. Go for it. But you, and if you like rules, some people really like rules. My daughter likes rules. Like it's a big thing for a five-year-old, which is really hilarious. Um, especially now I'm sitting across from a rule breaker professional. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, like when I think of rule breakers, so you just make self-proclaimed. Kind of yeah. So you don't have to get stuck in that.
0: No, I had a girlfriend. Um, she talked about it recently. And I I love the idea. It, I, I don't think it would work for me, but I really love the idea where she said, for her winter, this time of year is hibernation snuggly mm-hmm. time. She's like, this is like not going gangbusters. Like she's obviously, she's self-employed and she's a creative person. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I'm doing the things that inspire me. But she's like, I'm truly like in my hibernation mode. And she said like spring when there's new growth and everything is fresh and regenerating like outside, that's when she really goes gangbusters with her goal setting. And I thought that was really beautiful. And that's like, when I think about, that type of goal setting and who she is as a person, I'm like, that is so perfectly aligned. And it's so cool that that it doesn't have to be just January 1st is this magical number. And I think the whole world gets so hyper-focused on new year, new me. And it's like, and I've been like being cheeky and like joking about that all week, like, because it's super funny. Yeah. And
1: I also it's, think it's really funny that new year, new me. But like, what if you were awesome before? Like, we're awesome. Yeah. You are awesome. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be this like completely new you. No. You're just like evolving. Like you're just yeah. evolving and growing and and that's okay. And if you want to hibernate, I have been in that season where winter was like more hibernation, like especially no. during the wedding business. It was like recovery period.
0: And so. <laughs> you're like therapy season now yeah, that I can catch no. my breath. <laughs>
1: For me this year, that occurred more in the fall, which was really interesting. So it gets to have, like, whenever it feels right for you, just taking that time. And it's awesome that your friend could, like, acknowledge that and take that time and, Mm -hmm. like, know this is how I work. It's pretty cool. And spring is the time for...
0: Like to me, right. this feels like spring because we've had like fifty degree temperatures with fifty degrees in Minnesota on Christmas. People were water skiing on Lake Minnetonka. I am so here for this winter. I know you guys want snow over at the Clinton household. If it stays like this, this would be a magical cr- winter for me. I'm you know, all about it.
1: The gray, the gray is what's wearing. It's like we live in Seattle. Yeah,
0: I don't like gray day. We talked about getting a red light yeah. and having it at the end of our desks here, <laughs> so Carrie and I can get red light therapy every day.
1: When I'm I coming know? in every day. If you get a red light, you're going to see me there every single day. We've been talking about the same.
0: Like of the happy lamp things, we, we yep. might be getting those here at the BPR experience. I don't like the gray days. I'd grade gray every day, but I I'm pretty much loving this weather. So in my mind, this feels like spring already, and I'm like go time.
1: We haven't had cold, cold, nope. and it's already nope. January fourth. If you look at the time, we have some cold coming. Nothing yeah, so we're gonna hit February and be like, I don't know, like we've got what a month left. So yeah, it has been really crazy. Yeah, it's great, but we do want snow because we wanna you know, make snow angels and go sledding. I get I that. Know. Okay, back to, back to our show. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so something else to consider is when you're not in alignment in life, then you're not going to perform well. Like the numbers won't mean a thing if they burn you out. So if you're emotionally spent, you're like at your end, you feel overwhelmed. You're not grounded. Um, None of you just don't feel good. Well, then who cares what your numbers are? You're, you're, you're not going to end up in a good place come the end of the year anyways.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's kind of the, the rub is when you're forcing yourself to create your goals, to have them all ready for shiny and ready for January 1st. And Mm -hmm. maybe you've had one hell of a year and you're like, I just have to do this to check it off the box or check it off the list, and then oh. you're like, you're not, you're gonna, you're just setting yourself up for failure just right out of the gate. And that is a shit place to be for January one.
1: I am a self-proclaimed like to-do checker. Offer um, yes. working with Katrina. This has made become very, um, I've become very aware of this in the last couple of years <laughs> of working with her. And so my pressure to do, I have a pressure to do, and I have grown so much. A lot of work, a lot of work, everyone. Like, oh, a lot. But grown so much, and so that checking off isn't nearly as important, or or it is important, but I'm able to like release and let go, and things flow and easier, and just mm-hmm. accept. And oh my God, is it hard? But it feels better. It just feels better.
0: That's huge. That's huge progress. I like that you're admitting that because oh, I like I admire your ability to be super checker off the list gal. But you admire I my get productivity toxic at some level it's hard to probably find that gray line that line
1: i can i like recognize it now and i'm like oh you're getting to the crazy here we go calm that down a little bit go take a walk anyways moving on from that okay beth let's talk about how you set your goals for the year
0: well, I'm a self-proclaimed like write the goal down and like check them off the list. That is how I have been wired my fifty plus years on this earth. And I'm taking a page out of the Chrissy Clinton <laughs> playlist. And this year I have a word of the year. I know. Everybody's shocked. What is it? Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. My word is abundance and yeah. i don't know why this word kept showing up but it kept just showing up and
1: up because you let it
0: yeah i suppose yeah it's just it feels different this year i don't know why or how but it just feels different this year in january and don't get don't you know like read too much into it it's like abundance is not just like oh just send me a pile of cash i'm Yeah, obviously that would be great, but like abundance in all areas of life. Like I want abundance of joy. I want abundance of just like feeling grounded in myself. I want abundance of happiness and adventure. And I also want an abundance of business and prosperity but it's just it's so much more than just like the tangible financial things i want abundance in all areas of life and in my health and well-being like that journey is continuing in 2024 so i haven't tied like specific goals to it we have some partial team goals um in place but i haven't done my part of the team goals but i'm like ruminating on it they're they're in my head they're not on paper so far um but it feels it feels way better this year. It feels less uh, pressure to like get it right. I'm one of those people that I, like I have to have the right answer. That's how I'm wired, and that doesn't always translate to having a successful outcome at the end of the year. Is what I'm finding. That pressure. The pressure. Yeah, and it's all self, self driven and nobody else is putting this on me I'm totally putting it on myself and then I just beat myself up relentlessly if I don't beat make, make my goals so I'm trying to just really like stop that negative self-talk and look at my post-it right in front of me how can I provide self-care to myself that's one of the things is like stop adding all this extra pressure on yourself that nobody gives a shit about except for my little to-do list
1: my gosh, I love that so much. we what, what a fabulous word. Yeah. Oh, that feels good. I
0: love it. It does feel really good. It feels really good to me when I say it out loud. However, the thing that I'm finding is that I'm feeling like I have to add a little caveat when I tell people the word. And mm-hmm. I really don't, but yeah. I'm feeling, so like now I'm working through that. Like, why do I feel like I have to tell someone what that word means? It's my word.
1: You know what? I wonder. Food for thought. It goes back to money mindset, probably. Yeah, yeah. Which we also have an episode on that. It's like episode four,
0: yeah. or something, isn't it? Well, we need to do more Wait episodes on that for sure,
1: because oh. it's so deeply wired. But how cool that you're you're asking yourself, why do I feel like I need to? Yeah, you don't. Abundance doesn't mean money. Abundance means so many things.
0: Yeah, it can mean a million different mm-hmm. things. Yeah, but in my mind, it means just like financial things. So, yeah, I'm working through that, but I, and I'm still and I'm not being deterred from the word at all, despite my inner dialogue that's going on in my head. It's my word. I love 2024. It. I So, yeah, we'll see what other goals come of that, like personal goals. I'm still going to be going to the gym and working on my health and wellness and have my accountability partners. We were at the gym December on uh, January 1st. And on the second, and my girlfriend, she's like, I'm like, hey, we always text late at night and say, hey, are you going to meet me at the gym? And she's like, no. And then her husband, who now is a gym partner, Jason, he's like, yeah, we're going. So she's like, fuck that shit. I guess I'm going to be at the gym. He said, he says, get your ass out of bed. We're going to the gym. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, if if it weren't for Jason, you and I would both be sleeping in till six. I'm uh, like, I would not have gone to the gym at all. So I'm like, thank you, Jason, for being our little pep rally here.
1: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. To Jason, wait a,
0: wait a I minute. I know, right? But I'm like, if I didn't have accountability partners, I would not be nearly two years into my gym journey. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Something that we um, put into place uh, for the team, and this was Carrie's idea, so I'm totally giving Carrie the props on this, is that we got sheets of um, whiteboard material that's, like, sticky. And so we have it on the back of the door in our office. I'm like, at some point, like, I need an aesthetically pleasing space in order to feel creative. I just need that. And so, like, offices that have 8,000 whiteboards o- all over it, and it's just, like, messy I don't operate well in that space. And so Carrie's like, let's get some whiteboards. I'm like, fuck no, we're not putting whiteboards all over my pretty office. Um, But so then we came up with a great compromise and she found these like sticky sheets that go on the back of the door and it's whiteboard material. And so we have all of the um, whiteboard markers. And so we have all the goals on there. So I don't have to look at them all day every day but then when we like shut the door in the office then they're like front and center and the great thing about it is that we have like team goals and so we have like you know the numbers they're not fully filled out yet but they will be here probably in the next week or so and then we kind of have like this running list or if I say something like hey we need to reach out to so-and-so she just like throws the name up on the list and so we have visuals but also keeping in mind of how I operate. I operate in a creative space and it needs to be aesthetically pleasing. So the office is pretty. However, goals are there for us to check in on them regularly. So that's working really well. And that we put up this fall and I seriously think Carrie found that stuff on Amazon. It was super inexpensive and then we can take it off and it doesn't destroy the wall or the door. So I'm super jazzed about that. And then, um, having like goals for the business i think that numbers are power i've always thought that and i think that you have to have some sort of trackable measurable thing and you need to know your numbers you need to know like where you're at in relation because i think sometimes you can just be like oh fuck it whatever i'm doing great and then you look at your numbers and you're like what like That's what's going where you're on
1: checking <laughs> account why is checking the cops. I know.
0: What's well, like, so here's a great example. I thought that I didn't think our team numbers were that great this year. And I was sort of like beating myself up about it. And then I have the sheet right here. I'll pull it right out. Um, we did not, we, we meaning I pulled a little bit of the info and then Carrie pulled most of the info. So we meaning Carrie, um, my assistant from heaven sent to me from heaven. Um, <laughs> She pulled all of the stats for the team and I was literally blown away. But at the same time, I was super encouraged because our business was up 86% this last year in a, in a time when na- nationwide, the national association of realtors was putting out stats that most agents could expect last year for their business to be down 30 to 40%. Ours was up 86%. It's like and 120% above the average fucking crazy it's so wow. crazy but like my personal business was up 47% um Jens was up 48% and um and then we had some other another agent that had left the team midway through the year so we we won't even talk about that um but it was so encouraging to see that like in my mind I was like oh, our year was kind of wont won it was okay it wasn't great but I'm like increase in business is really something to be super proud of. And now that I have that number, when people are like, oh, how was your year? I'm like, shockingly, here's what it was. And people are like, holy shit. I'm like, it just tells us that we were able to serve so many clients this year in a great way. And really, a lot of our business was probate business, which means somebody died and you had to help them sell their house. And it's a big fucking deal. And it's really emotional. And... It's not a way that you want to meet people. And it's a lot of past clients that are like, my dad died. My mom died. We're putting my parents into a nursing home. And it's like, I feel so extremely honored to be that person chosen to help someone through that life situation. Especially with my sister dying last year, I got to help my mom and my my, my mom and stepdad and nephew through that situation too. And I feel really proud of that really proud of that and we're becoming experts in this space and it circles all back like full circle fucking christy like full circle i met you taking care of your grandpa i mm-hmm. saw your grandma yesterday at Kai's birthday party it's full circle in life and now we're becoming experts in this space and helping people through really hard times and that's just one piece of our business but it's the piece i'm probably most proud of right now and I don't know why I'm crying in our New Year's Eve episode, but that's where I'm this episode just.
1: I cry. This is, I didn't even think about that, Beth. like This is how where this episode started. has
0: gone. And I've thought about it so much the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I had a listing appointment on January 1st at 7 PM. I'm driving an hour North in the fucking pitch dark. And it was a girl who unexpectedly she's in her thirties. Her mom like went to the hospital for some pain and was told her parents, her mom had, fourth stage cancer and they gave her a year to live and her mom was dead in three weeks. We were given this opportunity to help this girl through a hard time. She needs to sell her mom's house and she lives across the country. And now we are doing that and we are going to be doing more of that. And we're going to do it with grace and help people through hard times. And I am so here for this.
1: You have. So circling back to our beginning yes you know, this is the same thing it's just a different approach a different yeah. different like you've been helping people through look at how much you helped my family through yes yeah. i whole love you so, like my grandpa yeah, through the I care portion of it and this is a okay. different way to i've never held this is that's so beautiful oh my god
0: But, like, I know all aspects of the business because I've been on the care side of things. I've been at the sitting with clients while their parents are dying side of things. Carrie brings the legal side of things into it because she was a probate paralegal for 20 plus years. We all, everything in our past lives are bringing us to this path. And it's so cool.
1: Okay, this episode just got really big. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's take a little moment here to collect myself. Right.
0: right. Awesome. Like my makeup's dripping down oh, my face.
1: I haven't put any on yet, but my like face lotion, I put on extra because skin felt dry. It's like in now my it's burning
0: eye. in your <laughs> eyes.
1: You're, like, really, you're really blurry. We're doing this on in Zencaster, So we see each other's <laughs> screen and like you look really. Uh, yeah, that
0: was a total tangent. I wasn't expecting to go on, but.
1: Oh, so cool. That's, that's amazing. So cool. yeah. When you let life do what it's supposed to do. Right. <sighs>
0: God. And you just agree to be the person that you're probably meant to be all along, but you just fight it.
1: Mm-hmm. It just okay. for like, okay, I'm going to go down a tangent about how like just you as a friend and like seeing your brand evolve and your desire to serve others and help them live their best. Like this is all, this is magic.
0: Ah. It is oh, so no. good, right?
1: Oh, it's so good. Okay, back back to back to uh, back
0: to the. <laughs> Okay. So the moral of that story is you got to know your numbers because if you know your numbers, if the numbers are not what you want them to be, they're not always going to be an 86% increase, Mm -hmm. right? Let's just be clear about that. Your numbers are not always going to be that. But if you don't know your numbers, you can't pivot and get back on track either. Mm -hmm. Then you're just operating the space of like, whoa, you're like, oh, like, and I get that. I'm an artist by nature. I am creative by nature. And so I love the numbers, but they are not my first thing. So you have to know your shit. You have to keep track of everything. You have to know where you're at financially with clients, with everything, so you can pivot and get back on track. And then also celebrate the wins. And I so if you don't that. have that nailed down, you're you're setting yourself up for failure.
1: And the, they're so important. And I love that you brought up if you have like the creative brain, like numbers are not necessarily your strong suit if they're not necessarily your strong suit like they're still important. This actually makes me think of yesterday when Mark at Kaya's birthday party he's like Christy, do you like geometry? And I was like, what in the world, Mark, ever
0: make you think I was him random Randall for a like, reason. You're <laughs> like, no, Ryan, no oh Mark, I was a photographer. Thank you. Oh my God. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, I'm, I'm like Mark,
1: what in, in life and in, in world would ever make you think I would, I would, that would be my thing. And he's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, but yeah, still numbers are important. Just geometry. Don't, don't come to me for
0: that. Right. No, not going to happen. Yeah. Oh my God. He's not. <laughs> <sighs> Mark Randall. Yeah. I, I, so I think like what this boils down to is like, I'm really an end results driven person. It's, I think it's just how I'm wired um, uh, they have that creative thing in me where I
1: actually is how you're wired is in your human design. would just like to
0: to share that. Oh, it is.
1: It is. Yeah.
0: Okay. Christy knows my human design better than I do. Thankfully she's here to share that with me, but yeah, like that's how I'm wired apparently. And then Christy, how, how do you like to operate
1: to, to feel things and, and to, to feel good. They need to feel good and they need to serve like my life. So yeah, a little bit different.
0: Well, that's probably why we're such good friends. We're a really good yin to each other's yang,
1: amongst many other things.
0: Yes, <laughs> just one of many things. Yeah. So I think from like the real estate side of things, it a lot of people get into real estate because they say they want flexibility, and I think that is such. a Chris, I can see Christy's laughing. It's people want the the flexibility. However, real estate is still a job. This is my job. I have to have a schedule. I have to follow a schedule. And I think, you know, especially this time of year, when you're trying to set yourself up for success, and you've got these goals and ideas, and maybe just your word, like however you do that, you still have to set your day up for success, no matter what that looks like for you. But there still has to be time blocking, you have to have specific things that are getting done every day in order to move that needle forward. And I think as real estate agents, we just fall into this trap all too often of, Oh, it's just going to let my day happen and it's just fluid and blah, blah, blah. And that works great with my inner artists and my inner creative. However, I have to actually have to have a structured day. I am a post it freak. I've talked about this on the show so many times. I have to have, and I love to check stuff off lists, but I'm like, I need to start cranking through like my little to do list. And so I just write notes, blah, 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 blah. And then at the end of the day, I'm like, how many of them did I get checked off? Great there's still two, they got to get added to the list tomorrow. So you really have to be intentional about your day. Or I think that your day will just run you instead of you running your day. And then you're going to get to April and the end of, you know, Q1 and Q2 is going to start up and you're gonna be like, I don't understand why my business is in the toilet.
1: Oh, Beth, I was trying not to go to Q2. But I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay off that tangent, because if we don't get set up now, Q2 is, it's a bust.
0: Right. Especially knowing that real estate is really a ninety day sales cycle. And I don't think I you know, veteran agents are pretty aware of that. But if you're newer in the business, you might not be aware of that. Is like if you meet a new lead or a new buyer, a new seller today with a sales cycle of like showing them houses and getting them under contract and getting them to the closing table, you're talking forty five to ninety days anywhere in that range. So like, there's a good chance that if you're just like sitting on your duff and doing nothing this month, you're not going to have any business until the spring. You you won't have any paychecks until the spring. And just because you have buyers and sellers in the pipeline, that doesn't translate into paychecks until they close. We all know that.
1: The first thing I thought of when you said realtors will get into this for flexibility was to be flexible for your clients. It's actually like the reverse, like the phone call at yeah. like nine o'clock on a Saturday. No, but really, I'm, um, just being a smart ass here but also i love that you mentioned time blocking which is like my love language yeah one of them because that is huge and that is so important and we've seen on the team for agents um and other teams as well like to have that structure is so important for for you to get your your day done and look we're all running small businesses here You can want to be as flexible uh, as as you want and and desire all these things. You're still running a business and you are the one that is responsible for it. Whether or not you are the team lead, you are, you know, you're a solo agent, you're on a team. It does not matter. We're all running small businesses and business is part of it.
0: It's the reality. It's, it, it goes hand in hand. Any successful agent, you ask them, are they time blocking and really have a way that they run their day? 98% of them are going to say yes. Mm -hmm. They're very intentional about how their day runs because you are going to get run ragged and most likely run right out of the business if you are not following a schedule. It's so key to set your day up for success. And it's going to help with the flow. If you want like flow, ease, abundance, all of those things in life, you have to have a schedule in your day. So give
1: me like a little nutshell of like what a typical morning before you jump into work looks like.
0: Um. I'll, yeah, I'll give you a nutshell. I try to get up at like four thirty. Um, have a little bit of quiet time in the morning. I am get to the gym by five fifteen, home by six. Well, at the gym for like an hour, swing through Starbucks on my way home, jump in the shower. Um, I like to like have a little bit of quiet time before I jump into like my work day, but like Wednesdays I'm at rotary at 7.00 AM. So like, it's nonstop sun up to sundown. Um, I love to do my gratitude journaling in the morning. I like to have a little bit of time in the office before Carrie gets here at eight 30. So mm-hmm. I can, like this morning, for instance, I paid bills, like just little random stuff like that, that don't, I mean, it's a necessary part of my day. But it's not stuff that Carrie needs to be dealing with. And then when Carrie got here and then now we're planning like what we're going to do for the rest of our day after we. Re- I jumped on the podcast now. But like I would normally be lead generating first thing in the morning, um, jumping into follow up boss and calling leads, texting, handwritten notes like all of the above, you know, pigeon carrier, like how can I get somebody to engage with me? Video texts are super beneficial. Mm -hmm. So lead generating, um, I try to do heavy protein shakes throughout the day. Like if I'm super hungry in the morning, I don't really eat breakfast. I'll drink like a 30 gram of protein shake I'm trying to do like 100 grams of protein a day, but I'm like if you're just going to eat snacky shit during out throughout the day, like I just know myself that it's a slippery slope and I'm just going to eat shit food all day long. So I'm trying to eat healthy stuff, fuel my body and my brain throughout the day.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then appointments in the afternoon and evening are out showing homes or negotiating inspections. Try to have dinner with Mark every night at a reasonable hour. We might like watch an episode of whatever series we're binging. And get back, get into bed early and start it all over.
1: Sounds pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, it works great. It works great. But if I don't have a plan in place and it's just willy nilly, it's like all bets are off. And that's, it's just, and I get up and take a shower and I'm dressed every day. Even if I have like yoga pants on with like a cute shirt, because I have to record videos I am fully dressed with a full face of makeup. You will not see me in my office with no makeup on and not showered. That isn't how my my brain is programmed that you get up and you get ready before you go to the office, even though the office is in my house. I don't work in pajamas. You, you never
1: know who's going to call you and you're going to have to go too, which has always been fascinating to me. Right. Too as well. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah. okay. So let's, let's, how about we wrap up here with, How you can like a few actionable items to get started to like get that boost to maybe revisit the goals you've set or, you know, explore the intention part of it or get in alignment, that sort of thing.
0: Perfect. You start.
1: Okay, first thing. Um, And this goes back to what we were chatting about a little bit earlier, um, the influencer portion of goal setting. (laughs) Ask yourself, who am I setting this goal for? So when you sit down to set your goals or your intentions for the year, or you just start exploring this, like ask yourself, who am I setting this for? If you have a goal in mind and then where did it come from? Because this is something where you can be really honest with yourself of, did I just pluck this out of thin air? Did I just see someone else have this and they wrote it in a pretty Mm -hmm. notebook? So I liked it. Like what, what, who am I setting this for? And then where did it come from? That is where I would start. I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, So the next one is number two, am I doing this because I think that I should be doing it or because it feels like it's the right time? And we're talking about like writing out your goals. And we've talked about this all throughout this episode. There is no right or wrong way to do this. What feels good for you? Mm
1: -hmm. Maybe
0: you just need to get your journal out. Like I kind of ruminate in my head, but now like that next step is going to be like putting stuff on paper And then seeing how it lands and then like plucking out my goals from there. But like, maybe you don't want to be doing it this week, but like Christy's got it on her calendar for the next week or so, or the next couple of weeks before the end of the month to get hers down. But like, what, how can you brain dump? How can you journal? How can you really identify maybe actually like what's in the way if you are hitting like mental road, roadblocks Um, just It's a thought process and you got to do what works for you. But a lot of times people just don't want to go inward because maybe it's a scary thing to do, but that's where you're going to find the answers as to like, what feels authentic for you for this year.
1: Yes. And a couple of other things that maybe these are a little bit easier is go meditate, go, go for a walk, get out of your head, like write down your perfect day until you can't write anymore. And we've shared this before on the podcast um, last year on the episode the goal and intention setting episode of like a really simple way to try to reset yourself and to get in that frame of mind to actually goal and intention set. And really, honestly, these are great things to do for just, you know, getting focused to, you know, a really busy work week or a busy work day, like mm-hmm. these little steps that you do. So meditate, go for a walk. Walking is huge. It's so important and it's such a simple thing. And it's a really easy way to get out of your head by doing that. And oh gosh, writing down- are
0: magical. Oh,
1: they're magical. I try to get one. Um, most days I'll get like a midday walk, like over lunchtime-ish, just to like, even if it's for five, 10 minutes, just to get out, brisk walk, just to like, reset my brain and to dive back in, especially if you're doing a lot of creative work, or you're just like, your energy is just feeling like it's slumping. So and then another thing that's really helps is writing down your perfect day until you can't anymore. And that goes back to that journal dump. So like writing that down until you can't anymore, what does my ideal day look like? And that will hopefully spark some ideas for you.
0: That one's so good. Um, Number four, like writing down different areas of your life where you want to see growth. Opportunities. And so this could be personal and professional. I think sometimes we think of goals like it just has to be like a professional thing, but it can be whatever you want. Like, what about some creative endeavors that you want to do? What about a hobby you want to take up? And maybe it's what the, t- the, Instagram trend is this year. Maybe you write a list of all the things that you want to dump for 2020 f- that you don't want to bring into 2024 mm-hmm. that didn't serve you well in 2023. Like, But it can be all areas of your life. And don't get hung up on, there again, is there no right or wrong way to do this? How, what feels good for you? So just to
1: piggyback on that just a little bit, Beth, and this is something that I, I actively do more throughout the year, not just during this time is like when in the last year did I feel my best self? I right? love
0: that you ask yourself ask, that question. It's awesome.
1: Ask that, like how did I show up in the best way? Like when did I not feel in alignment? When did I like personally and professionally? So like asking those questions as well when you're talking about growth, I think are really important.
0: It's awesome. You do number five, our last one. Last
1: one is write it down. This is something I'm working on this year. I am not... <clears throat> Fantastic.
0: You're not a journaler. I'm
1: not a journaler. And I've actually sat and meditated on this and I just get like you don't have to. So yeah. we'll see how this goes. Um, but write it down. Write down your goals and intentions for the year, personal, professional, the inner work you want to do, which is so huge, and an accountability check-in with yourself. Like, when are you going to check in on these goals? What is that program gonna look like? Is it gonna be mm-hmm. in a month? Is it gonna be three months? Is it are you gonna have an accountability partner? Like, what does that look like? I love that all right well
0: Well, we laughed we cried we did all the things on the first podcast of 2024 so you know it's par for the course here folks welcome welcome to the bus bench babes
1: happy happy goal and intention setting hit us up on social let us know how you're doing we'd love to hear. and i will i'll share my i'll share mine once i have a little bit more on social i love that weeks yeah me too. All right. Happy, happy new year, everyone. And until next time, keep your face off a bus bench and keep being the badass boss babe that you are. Okay, girls, are you feeling as inspired as we are? We're over here cheering you on because you just finished another episode of the Girl Get Your Face Off a Bus Bench podcast.
0: If you want more, head over to Girl Get Your Face Off a for show notes and more episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review. They mean the world to us and they're what keep us going.
1: Girl, thanks for being here.